Sharks are among the most feared and fascinating creatures on the planet. Yet their lives beneath the ocean surface remains mostly a mystery to scientists, which is why I've dedicated my life to studying these magnificent creatures. Actually, even in my free time, I like to go to the sharkiest places on Earth and then jump right in the water with them and take photographs. Now, you don't have to love sharks as much as I do. In fact, you don't really even have to like sharks. But it's important that we have sharks on the planet for the health of our oceans. Sharks help promote biodiversity in the ocean because they feed throughout the food web, help keeping checks and balances on different prey populations and preventing anyone from overpopulating. And because sharks like to target the sick, weak, diseased, and dying fishes, they also help clean the oceans of these weaker fish. And since they've been doing it for hundreds of millions of years, they've shaped the oceans as we know them today. However, today sharks face a tremendous threat from rampant overfishing. On average, 100 million sharks are killed every single year. They're targeted primarily for their fins to make shark fin soup and also for their meat for human consumption. So this is raising a lot of concerns for the health of the oceans. But this is also a, an important human concern, health concern, because work that we've done with the University of Miami's medical school has shown that shark fins and meat contain toxins linked to neurological diseases in humans like Alzheimer's, dementia, and ALS, which would put the consumer at risk. And so we are trying to come up with solutions for shark conservation issues. And that's part of the research that our team is trying to do. Now, one of the ways that wildlife managers help conserve threatened wildlife is by creating protected areas, particularly protecting those important breeding grounds or feeding areas or migratory routes. So scientists then study the movements of these animals to figure out these important critical areas. And so, for example, if you're out on the Serengeti, you can fly a helicopter over, count the number of giraffes, see where they're giving birth, where their important feeding areas are. However, in the ocean, when it comes to sharks, we face a monumental challenge in trying to figure out the important breeding areas or feeding grounds. Hey, even it's tough to follow their movements. However, recent advances in satellite technology allow us to study the movements of these animals. And one of the key species that our research team studies is the tiger shark, the largest predator in tropical seas. It grows to be over 20 feet long, weighing over 1,500 pounds, and pretty much eats anything. So it's a true apex predator. And we've been attaching satellite tags to these animals for years to study their movements and figure out some of these critical areas. And so in this video, you can see our team capturing a tiger shark and bring it to the boat to secure a satellite tag to it. So once we have the animal safely close on board and in good condition, we then affix a tag to its fin. And once we've affixed that tag to the fin, we release it back into the ocean. That shark then swims away and it starts to transmit the signals to orbiting satellites and then send me an email every single place that this shark is moving when it comes to the surface, allowing us to follow along these movements. What I'm showing you now is a map 
of all the positions that 84 of our satellite tagged sharks have transmitted from. This is the southeastern United States, and each yellow dot you see is actually a point where that tiger shark transmitted to an orbiting satellite. And these movements have been very fascinating to watch and learn, and they've moved very short distances to some that have reached millions of square kilometers in scale. However, among these yellow dots and positions these sharks have moved, it's been really difficult to try to figure out where are these critical areas. And one way of starting to look at this is to see where they're spending a large amount of their time. And one place the data started pointing to was located in northern Bahamas in a place called Tiger Beach, a shallow water area where these tiger sharks seem to be aggregating. And this was really surprising to our team because tiger sharks are normally nomadic open ocean species. So why would they be coming inshore in a really shallow area and spending such a large amount of time? So with this in mind, our team launched an expedition to Tiger Beach to go there and see what's going on. And when we got there, what we found was amazing. Jumping in the water, you could be surrounded by tons of tiger sharks. At any one time, I could be taking pictures of nine tiger sharks in a single frame. The place was literally packed with large tiger sharks. Through the years of work, our data has started to unearth some clues as to what might be going on here. First, although there's dive tourism activities occurring here, they do not seem to be influencing the large-scale movements of tiger sharks or keeping them there. Two, there doesn't seem to be much food that would be supporting all these large tiger sharks that would be densely packed in this area. Three, almost all the sharks are large females and finally, most of these females bear telltale scars that are indicative of mating because when they mate with a male, the male bites on to hold on to the female while it copulates. So the big question to us was, could this area actually be linked to reproduction for these females? Traditionally, in order to study the reproductive status of sharks, you would need to kill one, cut it open, and look inside. That was clearly not going to be an option for us. So next was to come up with a way of doing an OBGYN checkup on a 1,500-pound tiger shark in the wild. And then it occurred to us, why not try a portable ultrasound? So with that in mind, my collaborators, James Sulikowski, Austin Gallagher, and I were able to secure a portable ultrasound, go out into the field, and conduct the first ever ultrasound on a wild tiger shark. And this is what it looked like. This is James. He's looking through a pair of viewfinders that is linked to a probe that we can run along the body of the tiger shark down to the abdomen and the air of the uterus. And looking inside, what we found were these beautifully formed tiger shark pups, some over 60 centimeters in length. And there were this one individual had 20 pups there. And you could look in and see these little faces looking back at you. And so this was super fascinating. And over going back to Tiger Beach and doing this workup on more females, what the data start to reveal to us is that about 30% of the tiger sharks here are mature, over 40% are pregnant, and what we believe is happening is that Tiger Beach is actually a critical gestation ground for these females, that when they're pregnant, they come in, they use the, the year-round warm, calm water as a way of warming up the bun in the oven during the gestation period. And this is really important for conservation because 
Tiger Beach is within the Bahamas Shark Sanctuary where tiger sharks are protected. And in fact, it might be a stronghold for tiger sharks in the region. And females, if they leave the Bahamas and go and give birth other places, they could actually be helping to seed the whole region. So with that in mind, we next attach satellite transmitters to pregnant tiger sharks to follow to see where they went. Maybe we could find a place that they were giving birth. So it was with great anxiety we started to watch where these tiger sharks are going. In this map here, you see the orange dot is actually the movements of a tiger shark that was pregnant that we were tracking. And we followed her for several months while she remained in Tiger Beach for the duration of her gestation. And then she quickly moved off to the Florida coast where we believe she gave birth. And then she made this tremendous migration out into the Atlantic Ocean, which we thought was probably due to refueling after going through and nourishing the young and then giving birth. The next area of active research for our team, the next frontier, is coming up with a new technology to exactly pinpoint where the females are giving birth. And that's what we're currently working on. So sharks, they've been on the planet for 100 millions of years. We know they're important for the, for the ecology, for the health of the oceans. Yet today, they face a human threat that's put a quarter of all sharks at threat of extinction. So I invite you to join me and help conserve sharks and help save our oceans. Thank you.